the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. We begin another week of Bruce Hooley shows here on 98.9 The Answer with big news on the Russia collusion hoax that we now know was a hoax, and we know who created it. It will likely not be reported in the mainstream media until they are forced to, should Republicans take control of the House and hold House hearings on the matter. Uh, All the details on that, comments from people who were on the inside when this scandal was unfolding, and where it might lead. Mm. Remember the flippant comment from Donald Trump in a debate with Hillary Clinton where she said something about if I was in the White House and Trump said, if I was in the White House, you'd be in jail. Oh, we thought he was joking. Turns out he may not be. Super Bowl last night. Uh, very disappointing ending because I realize that I have invested way too many emotions in the outcomes of sporting events that I now realize are tilted by human error, human emotion, and human nature. I'll have thoughts on that as the show continues. But I begin with our city, Columbus, where we recorded the 12th homicide of the year over the weekend. We are well behind the pace, the record pace, of the last two years, which is good, which is great. I don't think that pace is going to continue because this is the cold period of the year. Crime escalates in the summertime. More people outside. Longer daylight hours. Those kinds of things lead to more crime. More crime leads to more murders. I certainly hope that is not the case, but that is what my sensibilities tell me. And I believe that a factor that will contribute to Increased crime in the city of Columbus, a much less safe city, not that it's safe now because it isn't, is an alarming problem that I'm sure it won't shock you. Mayor Andrew Ginther says is not a problem at all. Experienced police officers, the uh, veterans of the force that Andrew Ginther wants to get rid of, are making it easy for him. They are leaving. In droves, some of them with a lot of money in their pocket, money they have earned, by the way. But some of them want to get out so badly that they don't care that they are not going to be able to get the 100 available $200,000 buyouts to the most senior officers on the force. Bethany Bruner, Columbus Dispatch, reports today that 217 Columbus police personnel have applied for the 100 available $200,000 buyouts. 
twice as many as they're offering. People cannot wait to take their uniform off for the final time. Because why would you want to continue in a job where the people whose support you most need, every single action they take is a clear message that they do not value you and, in fact, may be targeting you and cannot wait until they have something that they can mold, shape, or twist into an allegation against you. What has Andrew Ginther done? He has run off the existing chief of police a year early, I believe it was. He has hired an inspector general and funded her office with $1 million to investigate police wrongdoing. He has teamed with Zach Klein to approach the federal government to come in and investigate Columbus police. And he has established a civilian review board of approximately a dozen extremely left-leaning people with no attempt to balance it on political perspective or viewpoint of the worth of police. He has established a civilian review board to just add another layer of second-guessing to what police do. Oh, and by the way, in in as clear and as loud and as unmistakable a signal that Andrew Ginther is about positioning himself as anti-police in an era of defund the police. He has refused two safety directors that he has, if not hired, allowed Ned Pettis to work and then hired a successor to Ned Pettis. He has not allowed, Andrew Ginther has not allowed either safety director to affirm the expert implementation of training by the officer who was left no choice but to shoot Micaiah Bryant in the midst of her knife attack on another young female. That officer still has not been cleared by Columbus police and will not be cleared because Andrew Ginther does not have the moral character to stand behind that officer a young officer who nevertheless reacted perfectly in a situation where he was left no recourse. So it's no wonder that the most experienced officers in the Columbus Division of Police are clamoring to get out. Among those who have applied to leave are the police division's entire seven-member mounted horse unit. Good luck with riot control without any cops who know how to police on horseback. Their entire three-member therapy dog unit, as well as five crime scene investigators, seven members of the division's training bureau, and dozens of detectives tasked with everything from investigating homicides to property crimes. If you're victimized by a violent crime, if you're victimized by a property crime, you want satisfaction. You want someone to pay a toll for that. You want your property restored. You want the people who've stolen your property to be brought to accountability. The people in the Columbus Police Department who are best equipped to do that are the people who want to get out. 
What does it tell you about the leadership of Andrew Ginther? That the people who've been here the longest under various mayors, under various city council presidents, before the left-leaning leadership of Shannon Harden, that all of those officers want to get out. And they'd like to walk out with two hundred grand in their pocket, but if they don't get the money, they are still willing to leave. This is a resounding indictment of the inept leadership. It can't even be called leadership of Andrew Ginther. But there's more, because when asked about this, clear demonstration of the fact that the people most important to the safety of our city and to the safety of its citizens are desiring to leave his employ in droves. Andrew Ginther positions this not as a crisis, not even as a concern. Andrew Ginther positions this as a very good thing, as a very good thing. He says, there are some officers that are clearly resistant to change and reform, and that's fine. That's a chance for them to police somewhere else, and that they will. A former Columbus police officer, I'm not sure if he was a captain or some other rank, is now the chief of police in Hilliard. My guess is Hilliard, Upper Arlington, Gahanna, Reynoldsburg, and a lot of other suburban departments are going to benefit by hiring very experienced officers who will bolster the safety of those communities while, through no fault of their own, the young officers that Columbus hopes to attract and hopes to train to take the place of the most senior officers who know the neighborhoods, know the snitches, know the druggies, know the gang members, leave. Leave. FOP President Keith Farrell tells the dispatch everybody should be concerned. He says it's not his problem. It's up to the division of police to have a plan to fill this looming gap in experience among officers. We'll have more on this, more details, more damaging details to the incompetent leadership and stewardship of our city's safety resources under Mayor Andrew Ginther next on The Bruce Hooley Show. They have cleared uh, one of the bridges in Canada. The truckers have decided to pull back, allow traffic to resume. But Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is not happy. He has invoked the Emergencies Act, which is something that has not been done in uh, anyone's recent memory uh, because uh, the... um, Situation he deems to be a serious endangerment of the lives, health, or safety of Canadians. A trucker convoy honking horns in downtown Ottawa, the capital. Uh, This would provide Trudeau the muscle and a 30-day time limit to prohibit, to prohibit public assembly, travel, and the use of specific property would allow him to designate his capital city with designated protected places and force privately owned tow truck companies 
to provide their services to the city. In other words, it would suspend all freedom and liberty, which is what the protest is about. So I said before, I do not believe this is 100% certain to be concluded in a peaceful fashion because when you threaten people's freedom, when you imperil their liberty, when you push them so far, eventually they will say, I'm not, I'm not being pushed any further. And uh, this, I hope, results in Justin Trudeau leaving office, his government tumbling. Because if this works, then what is to stop our own government from doing the same thing here? They would love to do it. They look at it as a test case, I am sure. Because Joe Biden has encouraged Trudeau to get tough with the truckers. Hmm. I remember a guy named Joe Biden who was supposed to be union-friendly, rode trains, stuck up for the working man. Unless, of course, those working men all congregate under a common cause that conflicts with the uh, lust for power that Joe Biden and Justin Trudeau share. Now, speaking of power, Andrew Ginther has it in the city of Columbus. And because he has it and because he misuses it, Uh, We have a very dangerous city. We have a city with record murder rates the last two years. Whether we will approach that in 2021, none of us hope so. But I can't rule out at this point in time because details today in the Columbus Dispatch show that the most experienced officers in the Columbus Police Department cannot wait to leave. They've offered 100 of them a $200,000 buyout to leave. 217 have applied, twice as many. As they intend to give. But again, there's fine with that. He wants the cops out. He wants the most senior officers out because he says that proves they are resistant to change if they want to leave. This is on top of the fact that last year they had 147 officers who retired, which was more than any year prior. So we've already lost 150 officers who were at retirement age. Now we're going to lose at least 100 more. And one of the officers who's applied tells Bethany Bruner of the Columbus Dispatch that most of the ones who've applied, 217 of them, are going to leave anyway, whether they get the money or not. And you know you really want out if you're willing to walk away for nothing. For nothing. And say, oh, don't worry, don't worry. We have, we have three police recruiting classes this year. Three. Normally we only have one. Well, let's just leave aside for the moment that these will be rookie officers. Typically, don't rookie officers ride with experienced officers? I thought so. If you're losing all your most experienced officers, and I know Ginther's view of this would be, well, good, they're training them the wrong way. We want young, progressive officers training them. Mm. Even if they get 200 officers out of these three classes, it will not replenish the officers they have lost. Since 2020, the dispatch reports, at least 279 police officers have retired. City's hired about 150. My Rural public school, high school math tells me that's a gap already of 129. Before, before, however many of these 217 who are hoping to cash out actually leave. We're already down 129. And the applicants to the department have dropped considerably. In 2021, there were 625 applicants Those will be the field of candidates from which they find their recruits in 2022. 
You say, well, that's a lot of people. Uh Uh-huh. Well, the applicants in 2020 were down 59%. And since 2016, can anybody think of a significant event that happened in our country in 2016? Ah, yes. The election of Donald Trump, a return to make America great again. A return to peace through strength. A return to American exceptionalism. A return to good old-fashioned law and order values. Well, since then, because, of course, orange man bad, and anything orange man stood for, all those things I just mentioned, bad too, Democratic mayors, which is to say virtually every big city mayor in the United States of America, had to push back against that because, you know, if Trump for it, I'm against it. Applicants to the Columbus Police Department since the election of Donald Trump have declined by 76 76.5%. 76.5% because any policy that was pushed by a Republican president, a Republican Congress, a Republican House or Senate, a, a, an Ohio General Assembly, House or Senate, is a policy that Andrew Ginther and his... Democratic mafia who runs this city are going to diametrically oppose. Diametrically oppose. And you can hit him with all these facts you want to. He's not going to admit the obvious. He tells the dispatch the lower number of applicants is more a function of timing and changes to our testing and recruiting strategies. Well, I mean, maybe your recruiting strategies being that they don't want to work for you. They don't want to work in a job where they have no support. That I'll buy. Andrew Ginther says he is confident, confident that they will find more than enough highly qualified candidates to fill the office. And with this little bit of swag that Andy Ginther sent to who knows how many Columbus employees, who wouldn't want to be a Columbus employee? I'm holding up for those of you watching on Facebook. The scarf, the muffler that Andy Ginther in the city of Columbus sent to, I think, thousands of city employees. And it comes, it's blue, and it says Columbus on it. And somebody snuck out what vaguely looks like a cross on here. We can't have that coming from the Andrew Ginther administration. Although maybe we can, because I'm holding up the card that came with it, a smiling Andy Ginther, wearing the scarf as if he's like a Catholic priest. Or a Jewish rabbi. Maybe Andy Ginther can offer himself absolution for his inept leadership of the city of Columbus. I can't wait to find out how much money he wasted sending scarves to firemen and judges and city attorneys and cops and street sweepers. How many people got the Columbus scarf? Worn by Andy Ginther, smiling like the buffoon that he is. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.